Good evening, everybody. I, Joe Colton hasn't figured out yet that it doesn't record what she's doing when the theme song goes. I know. I just like dancing. Fair I was dancing, too. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. It's Friday night. It's 9 o'clock. It's time for the What's on Joe Mind team stream. That's right. How's everybody out there doing? Um, Mike. Hi. <laughs> I got my cool What's on Joe Mind shirt right from the Ooh. news. Ooh. So I'm dressed like a What's on Joe Mind host. Yeah. Looking uh, good, Mike. That's not the same as being dressed as a clown in the middle of October, but sure. Sure, we'll go with that. Uh, every day is Halloween for the queen of G.I. Joe cosplay, Joe Colton. Hi, everybody. It's been a long week, hasn't it? Yeah. I want to do something fun for Friday. All right. Uh, I thought this was leftover from Thursday, perhaps. <laughs> I did this like an hour and a half ago. <laughs> She's 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 still drunk from Thursday night. Uh, joining me in the top row, the former head of marketing for the GI Joe brand, the Hot Joe, Mark Weber. That's right. What's up? Fresh off a four-four tie with Block Island today, feeling the power of the BCA Tigers. That's middle school co-ed soccer to you, baby. There you go. A four-four tie. It, uh, mm. It's a shootout yeah. right there. It's a pretty much right. It'd That's feel better if we didn't give up that fourth goal in the last 30 seconds, but whatever. Fine. That's the worst kind of tie. If you don't know, if, and nobody knows Rhode Island geography, but Block Island is a literal island. They have to take a ferry to come play us. So they traveled like four and a half hours, and they were so happy going back <laughs> that it was hard. It was hard to still be mad about it, right? Like, yeah, all right. I guess. I it was guess. a nine-hour travel turnaround, so okay, fine. Good for you, Block Island. And one, oh, this is a, a, side, a, a side note, because I've already derailed it. Uh, one of our players deeped the goalie, and we just would have walked in with the ball, and the goalie just whipped his back foot, just lifted the back foot, dropped my kid, gave him a dirt nap. And, but it was, wasn't a bad play, because otherwise he just walks it in. After the game... They brought over a piece of fried chicken to the kid they hammer fouled as a, an apology, as a sacrifice at the altar. Of we're really sorry about that that dirty foul there. Here, they have some chicken. Yeah, they brought meat. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Is it worth getting kicked for? Was it worth getting kicked for that drumstick? I mean, I don't. I don't think I would take that header for you know some KFC. But if I took that header and someone offered me KFC after, I'd be like, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> well, welcome to the party, Ben Conway. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. This is this is already way more interesting than I expected with soccer and fried chicken apologies. I mean, this, I, I mean, you know, this is all new to me. Mark just wrestled away from the clown co-host. So, yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, if you had, If you were a betting person on who would derail the show first tonight, I mean, Mark, really, you're always you're the, the smart you're the guy. Smart money's on me, baby. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're kind of always the guy. Sidetrack. <laughs> ben Conway is the uh, the man behind, or one of the men behind the uh, Robo Skull Mark II that is a project on Kickstarter that is being done by Skeletron up in the frozen Minnesota. Fun to be here. It's been an exciting, uh, exciting 24 hours for me. You know what? Let's be honest. He's just here to try to get his project funded. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was. Yeah. Uh, now I'm on Kickstarter. 
I, I was all excited. I was thinking, hey, we're gonna get you, we're gonna get you funded tonight. We're gonna get this done early, we're gonna make this happen and you put the full, the full power of the what's on Joe Mind crew behind this and just to the moon. I was gonna ask if Ben had a pitch for us, like how he was gonna like try and pitch it to the audience. And I was like, I'm waiting. I want to hear how this pitch is gonna go. Oh, it's a long pitch. I got so many fun. There's so many fun things we packed into the roller skull. You know, have you have you guys mm-hmm. checked it out? Because we, I mean, we've already burned through six stretch goals, and the seventh one's about to fund. And right before I got on this call, I posted up the um, the surprise that the to be announced if we had you know gotten that far um next stretch goal stretch goal number seven so uh that that's been posted now online and so when uh, did you think you were going to reach the seventh stretch goal hopefully well i mean i really would like yeah i i was hoping i really was hoping that at the end like 30 days like you get your big push at the end i really wanted to get that sixth stretch goal right like Mm -hmm. i i really thought like that was a reasonable like you know maybe like not not counting on it but god that'd be great if we could get those first six stretch goals at the end of the campaign and then we just put like well if we somehow get more at the end we'll continue you know that'll be awesome and we'll just we'll figure that out later Mm -hmm. and then um and then we went through all six. We funded and went through all six of the stretch goals in 21 hours. So, it's, so usually it's, what happens is like there's a Kickstarter, like there's, you know, like a, a mad rush. And then there's that lull for like 15 to 20 days. And you're like maybe one or two a day you get. And then you're like that, yeah. that huge push at the end, right? Exactly. You skipped all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Your this lull is- was probably like between lunch and like not less. Yeah. This is a black a Black Friday Target video, basically, right? Just Cyber Monday just on off Amazon. They go, yes. I'll give you a lot of credit, I think, goes to you guys for getting the word out as effectively as you did a week, week and a half before. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you guys did a really good job with setting up teasers and, and just giving little glimpses and really really getting folks' appetites whetted for a product that everybody like, like who hates the robo skull right. nobody nobody it's, nobody does we're infatuated with it here in the u.s because nobody can get it over in the uk it's everybody's favorite uh, everybody everybody loves the robo skull even if you're not an action force guy or gal like once you see it you're like yeah that thing's awesome right it doesn't, it's just awesome it doesn't matter exactly exactly it's 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 one of those just crazy wild wacky like jaw dropping like you can't you can't see it for the first time a robo skull and be like and, and not be like whoa wait what what is that you know like if you're walking by at a convention and there's a robo like and you and you see a robo skull sitting there with the you know it's just uh it's just a very it's just a special it's just a special thing you know that's um i i've been obsessed with it for for uh several years so and it's just gone i've just gone deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole Clearly, uh, yeah. So it's just uh... <laughs> clearly to the to the point where now you're you're selling them with okay. input from the guy that designed them in the first place, Bob Breck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and and having Bob involved with the project has just been it's been awesome. You know, it was it was that was actually a requirement for me 
really on the front end if we were going to do this is we had to, you know, we had to get him on board and have him, you know, have him supported a hundred percent. That was a really, that was really important to me because, um, you know, he designed so many of these cool things back in the eighties. And, you know, if you want to, if you want an, if you want an homage, even if it's an all new design, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's riffing off of something from back then, it's just, um, you you want to respect that and and you want and you want them to be excited about it too and and bob is so pumped like he's been working with us for you know the whole project it, it's been over well over two over two years well over like two and a half years and bob's been along for most of that we, we got some early concepts uh so that we could show him like we're serious and what do you think and and he's just been on board and and bob has been like participating all all along not only on the roboskull details but like you know, logos and, and design, and he's still got it. He's, he's, he's yeah. online, he's sharp and he's like drawing things up and sending it to us. So it's, it's been, um, it's been great having, having him support us on the project. Bob just is, a ton of fun. Yeah. Bob is just simply, he is one of the most wonderful people I have had the, the fortune of meeting in my life. So I I'm happy you got him involved there. Hey, give a quick shout to everybody out there. If you're watching us on YouTube, Click the little thumbs up button and give us a like and subscribe if you don't subscribe. Uh, share us to your social media. If you're watching us on Facebook, give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. Um, but let's uh, let's get the the algorithms to work for us and react to our fun little videos here. Uh, so, <laughs> again, I'm blown away by the fact that we're barely a day in and everything is done and there's no drama. There's... There's not much of a sales pitch at this point. Are we, are you, oh, yeah, we've got, you, I've got, I've got a lot to talk about, Mike. So we can, I mean, where do you, where do you want to start? You know, we what are you want, doing? What are you doing, Mike? Don't, don't do that. Ben has a pitch. So <laughs> I'm setting him up to seen, find out if there's more stretch goals. Have you guys seen the latest stretch goal we're, we're going after? The brand new one that was just unveiled. So no. we, it's, it happened it's, in the last two hours. No. Yeah, yeah, it happened. It happened in less than yeah, it less I don't know, maybe an hour ago. Um, but if you check out check us out on the Skeletron Facebook page or on Instagram, and then we've also updated the Kickstarter website. But our to be announced uh, stretch goal is really cool. It's a it's an accessory piece for the Robo Skull, and it's called the Robo Knight Heavy Metal Armor, and it. You take this accessory and you plug it in over the face of the skull, and it instantly transforms your Robo skull into a Robo knight. And it's got a totally different look and a totally different vibe um, because it, it is really, it's really pretty fun. So, so we're hoping to get that one, uh, that one funded. And it's just again, it's another just like really fun way to uh, to expand the play value of the Robo skull. And that's something that if you checked out the if you checked out the Kickstarter. Kind of that um, that play value is a big piece of what we were trying to do when we were designing this. We wanted to look, I mean, we wanted to look metal AF just sitting on your shelf, of course, right? Like super badass, cool Roboskull Mark II. But if you're playing with your toys still, which some of us still are, um, we wanted to put a lot of we wanted to put a lot of play value into it, and that's why we've got things like you know um, the the prisoner transport you know how do we do that and we've got a plug in we've got a plug in prisoner transport that plugs into the back and it's like this cartridge 
And you don't even see this in the Kickstarter, but it's got this real nice just kind of click and snaps into place like an old gaming system in the back of the RoboSkull. It's it's great. And you pull that out. It's got the hinged lids. You can brainwash that guy or put in there, and you know, put him on ice, whatever you got to do. Um, but it's just really it's just a fun toy to play with. And, and then the same thing goes for the wings, right? Because you've got all the you've got the wings and you can rotate them this way. And then you can you can put it in like an X wing formation. And those actually click really satisfying click. Right. It's like click, click into different positions. Um, so it's just a really fun. It's a fun toy to play with. Um, and then you can use it doesn't matter if you're four inch or six inch because we've got the swappable seats in it. So we, we really want it to be fun have great play value and then appeal to a lot of different collectors too. Right. Cause we, we, we know, I mean, I'm a, you guys, you guys know me. Uh, I'm a GI Joe. I'm a GI Joe guy. That's my core. Um, that's my core thing. Um, although of course over the last year with, you know, I was at home more than usual with COVID. So maybe I stacked in a few extra toys that I, that I wouldn't normally, uh, wouldn't hey, we're normally not judging. Don't worry. <laughs> Some of us have been doing the same thing. So we're not judging on this show. I appreciate that. But, uh, but, but yeah, it, it's, it's got all that, it's got all that play value. And then, and then we just did just extra things just for fun. Like we've got friends that play, um, that, that, that buy the Diaclone reboot, which is a toy line that I was totally unfamiliar with. And just, just for fun. Cause we could, you can pull the, you can pull the, the lasers out of the eyes and the Diaclone Waruder pods fit right in there. And it looks awesome. It just looks so cool. And so, so like you, you can literally play with this at four inch scale, six inch scale, or one sixtieth Diaclone scale. Oh wow! I see that comment, Phil Donnelly. <laughs> yeah, Sergeant. How you doing, Phil? I'm glad, I'm glad you're watching. But um, <clears throat> so how how long did it take to to work? the two different scales and, and we'll, I mean, obviously the one sixtieth will kind of leave that, but cause yeah, yeah, sure. Anything works with one sixtieth scale figures. If you, if you try hard enough, but yeah. between the, the one eighteenth and the one twelfth, the four inch and the six inch, how long did that take you to configure? Um, it was, it was one of those things where we were trying to keep it at, we knew it was going to have to be bigger because of um, all the features in there, like the, that we, we had to have the prisoner transport and then we had to have the articulating jaw with missiles in it. So we started putting things that were going to fill space in it. And then we knew we'd have to have a bigger, we knew we'd have to upsize it because of the six inch, right? So um, so we designed it the way that we thought it was going to be. Um, and actually Marco Byrne, my partner at Skeletron, he he quick learned to ZBrush sculpt early on. And like, so he could do a quick and dirty model. We 3D printed it ourselves with the 3D printer just to get the scale, just to, just to get a sense of the scale of it. So, um, and, and we thought we had it, um, but then what happened was some of the six inch figures were a little bit tight, you know, like, uh, you know, you get your Destro, your roadblock in there and it was feeling a little bit tight. So we, um, so we upsized it just a little bit from there to get it, to get it just right. But, um, but there were also things that happened in the engineering. Like we, you know, there were happy accidents. Like we loved, we loved that Mohawk look. And then that also helped us, um, that also helped us get, um, who, who are we looking at back there? That's the wrist lock, and I think he just he just saw his wife dressed as a clown for the first time. <laughs> he was out to dinner with a friend, and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be amazing when he gets home." Sorry, wow. Wes. Hey, Wes, that's all yours, man. All yours. Sorry. I mean, if you take the nose thing off, it looks kind of hot. So it's kind, it's kind of crow, right? No, now we're now we're revealing more about the wrist lock than we knew before. 
Can't rain all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. Sorry, Ben. Go on ahead. It's all good. It's all good. Oh, so the Mohawk. The Mohawk, we like the aesthetic of it, but it also helped us. It also really worked really well to um, to sort of get some lift in, in that canopy and, and be able to get that six-inch figure in there without it getting um, – too crazy big but it's big it's a it's a big guy it's definitely you know it's definitely a large it's definitely a large size vehicle so ben, but, but i think seen... what do you guys think have you guys seen the photos of it with four inch and six inch i mean i think it looks that's the beauty of a robo skull right like you don't know how big it's not like well that's not correct scale for a robo skull like it can be whatever whatever you want it to be it's just gotta True. look it's just gonna look great I, I like it better with the four inch scale guys, just because I like having the extra seat and the, all the extra. Like it's it's just more going on, so yeah, I, sure, yeah. that's where it's gonna go for me. But every once in a while, yeah, I could I could see busting Destro out and popping them on in there, and yeah, just to give the just to give the declassified or the classified shelf a a little bit of a, um. of a run for its money. <laughs> And that's what's, you know, the fun thing about that, too, is the way we've done the seats. So the seats pop out and then you've got articulated ball jointed handles. And so one of the things that one of the things that I wanted to do to, to just make it easier to play with is the seat pops out. Then you put your guy, you know, you put his hands on the handles and get them all positioned on the seat. And then you can just drop him with the whole seat on it in there which kind of just makes it easier to, you know, makes it easier to play with too. And you can preload if you're swapping, like you're talking about Mike, you can preload your Destro in the six inch seat while you're playing with the four inch and he's just ready to go. He's hot swap. Right. Four inch, six inch, just like that. Or a Marvel legends, red skull. Which a is Marvel seems, legends, red skull. That seems a little bit of overkill. But... Right. And, and we've actually got some photography of some fun toys that we've taken that we haven't shown yet. So uh, we're going to have, we're going to have a little bit of fun showing, uh, some different, some different action, uh, action heroes, mostly villains, uh, flying this, flying this, uh, this beast around. So it's going to be, it, we've got some fun stuff. Then the one thing that, that photos can't relay that I'm sure people are curious about is the weight of it, right? What does it feel like? Or what it, what's the estimation for what the final product will actually weigh in hand? Well, that is a great question, Mark. And I did not put it on a scale. It's pretty hefty. And it's also it's also our engineered prototype. So it's a lot of, um, you know, it's got some resin. It's got some cast resin in it and things like that. The actual production toy will be ABS and, uh, and actually PVC as well. It'll be a combination of materials. So we get the best, highest quality looks on, on the different components. Uh, and then there's some other... Um, there's some other materials for the joints, um, for the clicking to make sure that it's super, super high, uh, you know, super high durability. But um, long, long story short, I don't, I don't have the weight on the resin, and I don't, I haven't translated that to how that would, um, how that would be in other materials. So, okay. uh, fair question. I don't, I don't have the answer for it. Just, but it feels. The, I'm gonna tell you, what, it's gonna feel good. It's gonna feel oh, really yeah, sure. nice. I'm sure. I just, I'm sure there are some collect. There are plenty of collectors who actually like to hang their airborne vehicles so they look amazing right and so i'm sure there'll be some people who want to hang this up and i'm sure they'll be curious about you know, what exactly kind of tensile strength am i going to need to have to uh keep my roboskull airborne all right we'll have to so here's what we're going to do we're going to we'll import we'll import that um that file and we'll convert it to that adbs so we'll have to get a weight on that so we can so we can you know hopefully hopefully we can do that before the end of the kickstarter we got 29 more days to go so hopefully we can get some some or some seven hours yeah i mean <laughs> <laughs>
So I'll, I'll start working in some questions from our, our live stream viewers here. Uh, Radley has this one. Uh, can't wait for this to come in. A thing of beauty. Will it have a display stand as well? Oh, that. That's a that's a really great question, Radley. So um, we've had a few people asking about that, and I will I'll reveal this live for the first time that if these stretch goals continue, we will have a display stand that we will offer as an add-on component for the people that want to get uh, that want a display stand for the Robo Skull. So that is something that we do have. We do have planned if if we can get to you know if we can continue to um, to go through the stretch goals. So it's not a commitment for me, but based on what we've seen from the from from the people um, in the fandom, I think we're going to get there. I, I think I think that's gonna I think that's gonna get unlocked. So so Radley, I actually expect um, expect me to post something about that yet tonight. I took a real quick break just now to jump on here live with with the uh, what's on your Joe mine crew. But as soon as I'm off, I'm back to posting updates on uh, on the stretch goal. So I've got I've got a, the the brand new one that just hit. And then I'm going to post get try to get ahead of this thing. We're going to post um, just an explanation of what the two stretch goals are past the one that we're trying to hit right now. Now, how many stretch goals initially did you have? It was the seven, right? Six. So we had six. six. Yeah, okay. we had six planned. And then we said, hey, if you know, if, if we actually somehow manage to to navigate through all these, um, we'll 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 keep it going. But um, so now that you've hit seven, do you have a a plan in a hundred minutes? Do you have a plan for maybe some other stretch goals that you didn't think of? that you could get to because you had six and you're like, maybe like the next iteration that you're now brainstorming and like, or, or freaking out that you have to come up with. Like, it's, is it's there anything it. else that you've like, mo like mock three or something that you have like, all right, let's think about this as a next one. But now we've like, now you've reached your goals, like all of them and the seventh one. Yeah. And now you're like, so all right, what else can we give back? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a we we've got a we had a bunch of ideas. So we had things that we we were percolating on, but we mm -hmm. but I, you know, looking at the costing and what we wanted to come in at and what we thought we could do, just, you know, this is my first Kickstarter, but I you know, I was doing some I was doing research on like what's reasonable. Um, we're a new company, you know, trying to trying to be, you know, uh, not too conservative, but but you know, recognize that I, I want to put out enough stretch, stretch goals that I, yeah, I think there's a good chance we won't hit them, but I won't be disappointed, right? If we fund, yeah. we get a bunch of cool stuff. It's going to be great. Um, but yeah, I I I, I genuinely felt that um, that the six inch unlock with Marauder. Uh, that was the, that was the capstone of the campaign, and and so and for that to unlock. Uh, earlier today was was just wild so it's to answer your question joe it's kind of a combination of both we, we percolated on a lot of ideas mm -hmm. um and then there were things that um that we that we thought let's hear from the fans and see which ones they really want you know we thought like okay we'll have you know we'll, we'll gather this information over time right we'll, we'll right. get it over weeks one two three and then we'll be able to really listen and, and build if if we were so lucky to get more than six stretch goals we would have all that information and really know what everybody wants. Yeah. Especially um, which and, ones they and, picked and like which ones they added on like multiples of and like versus yeah. like maybe one. Yeah. And, and, and at this point we're, we were just, I mean, again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to 
you know, we were scrambling because I didn't have the, I didn't have the reveals ready to post and, and we knew what we were doing and we've got a plan and we've got all these great designs. And, and so I don't want to give the impression that it's like, we don't, we don't have our, we don't have it together, but we did, didn't have it together on the marketing side of things that, that we needed everything. Oh no, I think you did. You just didn't, didn't expect the, the, the feedback. Like you, you yeah, definitely had it, it, it. You just didn't, you didn't think it was going to go the way it went, which is a happy way. It's a really and, happy way. And not way. usually and, what happens on a Kickstarter. And, and we're super, I, I can't tell you guys how, you know, how appreciative we are of the support we've gotten. It's just, it's really been, it's blown us away. We're just so appreciative and thankful. So all the Robo Scholars out there, man, thank you so much because you're, you're, you just, you mean, you just made it and you just, I mean, you just crushed the stretch goals. You just blew them out of the water. It <laughs> was, uh, it was unreal. You guys have, so. you guys have made an, a really good product. Like I'm super excited. I haven't, yeah. I've been working so long, but like it's on my list. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. I really appreciate that. It, it, okay. So more specifically, you know, as far as like what was next, um, we were talking about what, okay, so what's the right sequence of, of the next thing that we're going to put out for this to be announced seventh stretch goal, which is, which, you know, we're building towards right now. And my partner, Marco Byrne said to me, he goes, Ben, did you, do you remember what you said when I asked you what, if we could do, if we hit 200,000, what we could do? And I'm like, nah, dude, what, what, what did we say we were going to do? He's like, and, and it's posted now. It's the, the Robo Knight heavy metal armor accessory for the Robo Skull. And that is, um, that's our next stretch goal. And it was uh, entirely the brainchild of, of Mark. And it's just cool. It's just so much fun. Um, so check that out because it, it just transforms the Robo Skull into something completely different feeling, the vibe, just with one accessory add-on that, that you can buy uh, if it unlocks. So so check it out. And I don't know, Mike, if you've got... If, you know, if you've got your handy screen up there, you can pull it up. Uh, but it, it's 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 on the um, it's on the Facebook and the Instagram. So I, I can get it momentarily while we're doing while I'm doing that, though. Uh, we got yeah. a question about the mask. What color will the mask be? Oh, that's a good question. That's a very good question. We posted it as a sculpt model in grayscale for for kind of a reason, because we're still tinkering with the with the final color. Um, my, my belief is that it's going to be, that it's going to be like a, like black off black. Um, and then it'll have some co a cool, the, the eyes are going to be a different color, super cool. And then it's also going to have paint apps on it. So it'll have some, it'll, it'll likely have be black with some white paint apps. We're, we're going to, we're going to add some apps that, um, that allow it to really live in a really cool way with the RoboSkull Mark II. And then it also looks cool with the RoboSkull Mark II uh, SE Special Edition. So, so we want to have this one, um, one add-on that, that looks badass with both editions of the RoboSkull. And then you can see right there, like it's, it, it, it really gives you a whole new look for the, for the toy. So just yeah. super fun. It goes from, from weird fantasy to super sci-fi pretty quick. And yeah, badass totally. sci-fi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ryan Sweeney asks, when do you think we'll see the six inch figure render? So, so Ryan, we posted up the, um, the six inch render of, um, of the wolf trooper, which is, which is what the six inch, the six inch figure is going to be based off of that. It's going to be very similar to the, to the sculpt that we posted for the four inch one. So it's that sort of, 
Um, I guess I would call it like one of the things I kept coming back to when we were trying, when we were designing this is I wanted a very pursuit of Cobra kind of vibe and update to, to everything we were doing. Um, really respect John Warden and what he did with that line. Um, like, you know, just, I mean, jungle vipers, right? Like that stuff's just, just the coolest. Um, and, and, and a lot of cool stuff since then, of course. Right, Mark? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah. Catch that um, opportunity. Yeah. Right. So, um, so, so that's what, back to the six inch, that's what's going to be based upon. There'll be additional details added. Um, we won't have that because again, I was, I was hoping like, maybe like if we're really lucky, we can unlock it like three weeks or four weeks in at the very end. And so I actually have this, it's, it's actually scheduled to be sculpted next month. So it just happened that I never imagined that we would be you know, that it would, that we would want that two weeks, you know, two, one day, two days in, um, that we would want that. So if you guys can just hang with us on that and, and we will follow up with that sculpt, but, but I want you to know too, that like, we're, we're absolutely using the best sculptors in the industry to do this work. So have no fear. It's going to, it's going to be on the level and above hundred percent. So Hank Perry asks, are there any possible stretch goals that Marauder might be working on? And so, for, so real, yeah, talk about Marauder's involvement here too. Yeah, so um, it's 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 sort of it's sort of a I mean it's it's wild how this all sort of developed over time. When we first started, it was for me it was all about the RoboSkull. I want to make RoboSkull Mark II. This is what we're doing. And then when we got into it and really started developing it. I'm like, this is too cool not to have a pilot. Like, like any cool vehicle deserves a pilot. And like, we got to do it. Um, of course, figures are a whole nother, you know, I'm talking to, you know, uh, Dave Proctor, who of course is an expert on this stuff. And he's like, you're, you're, you're like doubling your line. If you do like, this is like a lot more development. And I'm, and so I wanted a four inch figure. And so I said, Hey, let's partner with somebody. And and Dave said, you know what, Ben, I'm going to, I'm going to connect you with, with MJ, who I really, I only knew, you know, I didn't really know MJ. I just knew that he's awesome. And it's just a great guy who does a great job with his products and just super service oriented and just really respected him. Um, I, I backed all of his pro, you know, I backed all of his, you know, I buy his stuff, right. I'm a fan. Um, so he connected me with MJ and we talked about it and, and MJ was just the coolest. He's like, look, Dave says you're the legit and, and I like what I'm hearing. Let's do this. So it was, we were kind of fast friends once we got introduced. Um, and, and so the plan was that we were going to use, um, again, again, this is like a behind the curtain, but the plan was we were going to use some of his existing molds, right. To do, to do the figure, to do the pilot. And then again, as we kept developing it, I just thought, this is too cool. We got to keep, we got to keep pushing. We're going to do our own, we're going to, we're going to do a brand new Marauder sculpt for this project so that's sort of like how it developed over time um and that's how we got into it you know more and more deeply with with mj over marauder um and, and then from there you know it's just if i can keep uh keep talking about figures here um i wanted this to be about the community right like i know that sounds kind of it sounds cheesy but i really want it, it it's such a great community um that's why i'm here is because I, you know i went to my first convention uh, AR number one over 10 years ago. And, and ever since then, I've just been pulled deeper and deeper in by all the great people that I've met. And, and so I wanted the product to be, you know, something that was, you know, inclusive to collectors of all, of all sorts. 
And so once we had the Marauder four inch thing going, it was like, well, why don't we have, what if we did a, what if we did an O-ring? You know, people are always, you know, I got friends that are always like, ah, if it's not O-ring, I'm not interested. You know, you know, those guys. Right. And so I'm like, all right, let's see, let's see, you know, let's see. And so let's include, let's, come on guys, let's get, get in on here. Let's, let's do an O-ring. And then, um, you know, and then the more I was talking with, with Marauder, he actually, you know, he's got, he's already been doing the, the one twelve, you know, six inch scale weapons and that, and you know how that's, you know, we know that's how he starts. Right. And so it was just a natural progression to say, Hey, you're, you've got this plan. What, what if we, what do you think? Could we, is that a possible, could we, could we do this? It's such a big reveal for, for Marauder and for MJ to, to go, to launch, you know, from just six inch accessories all, all the way into the six inch figures. And for him to put his, put his support behind Skeletron and what we were doing with the RoboSkull was just really generous and amazing of, 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 of MJ to do that. And then for him to, for him to just say, not only am I going to do six inch, but I'm going to allow our first kind of breaking news on this to be a potential, maybe not even funded stretch goal. It was just really, I, I just can't say enough things about, about MJ and um, his support of, of the Skeletron project and the RoboSkull Mark II project. He's just been awesome. All right. And uh question from Crocodile Joel McMullen. Is Skeletron the ultimate goal, or do you have plans of expanding beyond this? Uh is it, so are you asking like Skeletron as far as RoboSkull the ultimate RoboSkull, yeah. It's hey man, it's, it, we all misspeak because it's the company name is Skeletron and we got the RoboSkull and and so, um, so I'm going to take that as the, the, is there plans beyond the robo skull? Yes. Yes, there are. So there are now, I mean, we said, Hey, let's again, take it one step at a time. Let's try to do something really cool. We'll find out if the community is into it or not. And then, and then we'll go from there. So I would say decisively at this point, you guys are into this. So we're going to, we're going to keep it going and, and we're going to be doing more. So it's, um, and so, yes. Yes, we've got red shadow. You know, we've got the red shadows, and and we're gonna keep building. And and we all know. I mean, the red, the villains are always the coolest guys, right? You know, they just are. So, so we're gonna. Stuff. So we've got some plan. We, we've got some plans. Yeah. So and we're excited. So and, and it'll be interesting to see how much we can we can roll out on this Kickstarter because we're already in we're already in uncharted territory as far as what I was planning. So it's super exciting. Um, I don't know where this is gonna go. Because we're already, because I mean, I threw my, you know, literally off my chart, right? In the first, in the first day. So a couple of joined similar questions here. Uh, will we possibly see other colors of the Robo Skull down the road? And yeah, will that's, a, a, that's a great, version? I love that question so much. So, um, so yes, that's a possibility. I'll tell you that we do not have plans for any other Robo Skulls in the Kickstarter. So I'll just put that out there that that we're looking at um, for what we're looking at. We're looking at fun enhancements, add ons, things that really build upon the play value and then perhaps some some additional figures, too. So but we got to see we got to see how far this goes. So I don't want you know, I don't want to overcommit. The last thing I want to do is overcommit on this. Um, but um, but we've got we've got fun stuff planned. Yeah. All right, Cornelius McGillicott. Yeah, back back to colors in the future and the chrome. So I don't know if you guys all know this, but 
um, I brought, and this was sort of um, as part of my RoboSkull obsession, you know, Kate McLeod had, had brought the 12-inch scale RoboSkull to JoeCon, and I, and I was just like, can I buy that from you? Like, is this thing for sale? Like, I, I remember I it. that. And, and it was too cool. And then the next year, um, and I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm really not, I, I started customizing like back in maybe 2007 a little bit, but I'm not as good as these other guys. Just, everyone else is just so much better at it. And, um, and so Joe, the next year at JoeCon, it was Sky Patrol theme at, um, at uh, Loveland. Right. That's right. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I really want to do a custom. What could I do? And so it ended up being a lazy custom that was super cool because I chrome, I took a, I took one of my Robo Skulls, my vintage, you know, 84 Robo Skulls and had it sent off to be chrome plated, uh, vac metal chrome. And I brought that to the show and, and it was fun. Everyone's like, that's cool. I'm like, yeah, that is cool. So it was, it was fun. So anyway, and, 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 and I'd love to. So you know, I'm the guy that did the vac metal chrome. I would like. I, I want to get a. I want to get a vac metal chrome Robo Skull Mark II. That Trust might me, be. That might that. be the next Kickstarter. Like, don't overcommit. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, but it might also be a cut. You know, it might, I might have to do the same thing, right? It might just be a custom. You know, we might have to do them like onesie, onesie, twosie. So um, mm -hmm. I've definitely put the question in to the factory on this one, um, but I don't have any definitive. You know answers and it certainly would not be in this current kickstarter so again i don't you know um but but uh yeah great question so uh cornelius mcgillicotty asked do you guys have a jeep a tank a hovercraft or a giant cobra robot in the works uh the, no we don't we have we have no <laughs> other vehicles in the world. no no we're not uh, we're not that far we're not that far so we're uh, we're really focused on trying to assemble the right the right coolest best um, concepts that we had developed uh, early and develop them further so that we're prepared for additional for additional uh, stretch goals because we're hoping you know we're hoping that um, there's more fans out there beyond day one and that we'll continue to grow this thing but that's where the focus is definitely not on any vehicles beyond uh, beyond the Kickstarter at this point but what the future you know we don't know what we'll see we'll see what the future holds. I love how we're hitting you with all these long-term questions when you are 30 hours into having this. I love it. It's great. I oh, love that. I love that you know, anything else the last time. This is way more fun than like, hey guys, I know we're at, you know, we're at $2,000, but you know, please get the word out and, and, you know, and, and buy and buy the RoboSkull, you know, because, because that's the one thing that I honestly like, I try to be really objective about what, you know, what the, what the fandom, you know, is interested in, but I can't, I have a really hard time being objective about the RoboSkull because I just, I just love it, obviously. So, um, so I'm like, I love this. I think everyone should love it, but do they? I, yeah. We'll find I, out. I mean, full disclosure, my, my prep yesterday was, all right, I'm going to act, I'm, I'm going to go into this thinking that it's probably going to be funded well enough by the time we get to tomorrow that funding will be a foregone conclusion, right? So this will really be a pitch for stretch goals. Apparently not. You are wrong, sir. Yeah, I love robots, but apparently everybody loves it loves it even more than I do. So, what can and, you do? So, also, the questions so. that people are giving you is like indicative of one the product, two the interest, and probably a surprise to you. Like, there's more Robo Skull fans out there than you probably realized. And some of which yeah. you probably like influence because of your obsession in the community. So, 
I, I think every, I think anyone that, um, that's seen it loves it. And, and I think I, you know, as far as like people, as far as the value and, and appreciation for Robo Skulls, uh, gotta give it to Dave Tree and Chris McLeod. Cause those guys were coming to Joe cons flying across the, flying across the pond to, to come just show us, show the Americans about cool stuff that happened in the UK that we had no idea about. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's um, I, I, they've just done a great job, and and obviously a lot of those other guys in the UK that have shared um, shared their stuff, and and the, you know the Blood for the Bear website's very comprehensive. That's got some really cool stuff on it, going all the way back to like like they've got Battle Action Force comics on there you can read, and just just cool stuff. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so the word you know, yeah, the word is out. So Glenn asks again, and he better be subscribed. Are the Skeledrones gray, silver, or will they be a different color? Hey, Glenn. Um, the the Skeledrones will be, um, we're still playing with the paint apps on that. I would say expect a combination of red, silver, and maybe some white in those. So, uh, but they're definitely going to have a metal, you know, a metal, a metal vibe to them. So I, both, both in the, both in the color tone and just that they're metal. Hey, ass. And a question from John Gozolowski: uh, Is the glass on the canopy windows translucent plastic or stickers? Stickers, right? No. Great question, John. I appreciate the softball on that one. You're you're a true friend. Yeah, it's going to have translucent. It's going to be it's going to be clear. I guess the technical word would be clear tint, right? So it's tinted red. That's what we're going to be doing. So the canopy will be um will be tinted red. So you'll see into it um. And and then it'll have a paint app over the top of it to um, to color in all the pieces that are solid. So that's how that's how that'll be done. For Thankfully for John, Rack Time Rob is a patient moderator because he'd, 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 he'd been out. P Love had been out of here. Uh, Matthew Comstock, we need that Cobra helicopter from the comic. I guess this does lead into my question: Are you prepared to be everybody's fantasy vehicle builder for the next five years? Mm-hmm. I, I want I want everyone to know I'm going to make this announcement here. The next thing is, you guessed it, it's a flag. <laughs> no. In scale. In scale. In scale. Six don't. inch scale flag. No. That's what's up oh my god. <laughs> no. No. Um. I, I. You know what? That Cobra helicopter is super cool. Like that's a great. That's a great vehicle. I really hope. Um. You know, I hope I hope Hasbro maybe wants to tackle that one because because I'd love to see it with a Cobra symbol on it, right? Like that's that would be that'd be fantastic. Mark, you know people there. You should be able to get that done, right? I think I still know a guy, like one guy. <laughs> um, but but well, actually, you know, not not to be that guy, but I usually am. I like that the company that actually is is pushing the license has gone as far as a motorcycle, as far as vehicles go. And then the next entry into that ring is like, we're doing a robo skull. <laughs> when they're when they're like, I don't know, maybe maybe we could do a van, maybe maybe we could do a van. Just robo skull. Yeah, giant winged skull with guns yeah. for eyes. Yeah, we're we're not messing around over here at Skeletron. No. You know, we're just going for it. That's no. That's I like that. I like that you brought a tactical nuke to a knife fight. <laughs> 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 Pretty cool. There we go. <laughs> yep. It's like 
fourth grade pickup basketball. You've got Billy, Tommy, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> uh, Mark, I really, I really appreciate that, man. Thank you. Very cool. I'm about to say, take that to the next business meeting on it. That's that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> funny. Oh, here, per- personal question here. Are you bringing the prototype to assembly required November 6th in Des Moines, Iowa? I'll tell you what. Assembly required in Des Moines, Iowa is my favorite show. It's the first show I ever went. I live in, I ever went to, I went, I'm in, I'm from Minnesota. I, um, I went down by myself, not knowing anyone, um, just want to check out the scene, not knowing what to expect. I was a little apprehensive to be quite honest. And the people down there that I met were just, just, just great people, you know, so shout out to, to, Steve Kelting and Brian Sauer and Camp and you know those guys. I mean, that's where you know I met I met so many of my friends at shows. You know, just so many people and and so yes, that's my long winded yes, hell yeah, I'm going to be at AR and absolutely we're going to bring that prototype model and show it off. Wouldn't miss it. I would not miss it for anything. Here's, here's that's my a, show. Never miss one. Here's a, here's a slight uh, uh, not to be the toy industry insider guy, but. Just because it's gorgeous, don't let the marketers handle it. <laughs> We're not comes up and says they're with marketing, hands off, baby, because there's a long running history of butterfingered marketers getting their hands on uh, prototypes, and yeah, it never ends well. And not that I have any personal experience, right? Truly. But when I would ask, it was always like, oh, dude, it was like if, if you ever picked up an exacto knife inside Hasbro as a marketer, immediately three designers would materialize next to you and go, all right, what do you need? And what are you trying to do? Because <laughs> you're, you're not qualified for this yeah. level of, of sharpness. Well, we've got we've got a little smaller team here, Mark. So we're we're wearing a lot of different hats. So I think I think I'm the as far as the butterfinger dude who probably shouldn't be handling it. Who's who's the marketer? Is that you? Right here. Oh, uh, there you go. But I've so been far, I, I have successfully handled it, and and it was and it was glorious. And, so far, uh, so good. Yeah, so far, so good. So Joel I appreciate the advice. <laughs> Are you planning any sort of new story for the project or are you just going to be relying on the previous history? So, uh, yeah, so we're looking at, so as far as story goes, this is a, this is a new story, right? So we've got, you know, we've got a new story um, that is going to be developed again. You know, we've got a lot of ideas and a lot of, uh, a lot of ideas for moving forward, but, um, but, you know, I'm not one of those guys that's going to write, you know, like a full, you know, a full, um, a full document about this whole plan. And then when I finally get to the first thing, which is the, the Robo skull and nobody likes it, then it's like, what the geez, I, you know, what did I do with all my time? Right. So, so we've been taking it one step at a time, I guess is the answer. So yes, there's a story, um, that, that will unfold. Um, it's going to be really loose, honestly, I think for, for, I think for a while, I, I like the idea of, you know, again, with all this play value and like, like you tell me, Joel, what, you know, is that, is it a brainwasher? Is it a prison transport? Have you thought about how, how the, how the Skeledrones, so those three guys are going to plug into that window on the, on the brainwasher and like the different missions. Like if you're doing a, if you're doing a bounty hunter mission, then you don't bring the assassin drones. If you, if, if it's, if it's, you know, dead or alive, then you decide I'm just going to load the assassin drones into the, into the, uh, 
into the prison transport and just go and just go just go all at it. So I kind of love the idea that that people can can start out at least making their own stories and and, and how it fits into their own world. I mean, and I think that's important um, a little bit just because this isn't this isn't for this isn't for the the kids. It's for us. It's for you know, it's for adult collectors. And most of us have kind of an idea of how how we think things should work in our universe and how we want to play with it. So, um, you know, we got a, you know, Glenn, Glenn Winkler was on here earlier, you know, I, I love his Glenniverse where he's got a, he's actually got a home in for My Little Pony and He-Man and everything all in one all encompassing universe. And, and, and I think that that's kind of how I want to envision the RoboSkull, right? It lives in every universe. So it can, um, so it can terrorize uh, everybody, you know? So what you're saying is we need pink drones to terrorize the My Little Pony universe. Or the My I, I Little want, Pony Glenverse. I want to see some really cool customs of this thing. Like I want to see the pink. I want to see the pink Robo Skull, and I want to see it blasting the hell out of some ponies. I would love that. Like who doesn't like right? Let's do it. Who can we sign up for that? Let's go. Right. Yeah. Uh, Scott Jennings asks, will we see the Robo Skull in any other media? I think that's maybe a clever way of asking, do you have comic books planned? Yeah, so that I guess that dovetails with the with the story, you know, like what's the story? Um, it's certainly a possibility. I will say it's not something that I'm focused on right now. I'm really focused on the toys. I love comics. I grew up collecting comics. Um, but but right now my my entire focus is on making the coolest, best toys. Like that's what that's what we're really focused on. Um, that's not to say Things could change quickly um, with the way this is going, but right now we haven't started talks about any kind of comic books or any other media at this time. The focal point is is toys. So here, here's a question from from Hank Perry. A good question. Uh, can you share how you were able to use the name RoboSkull? A lot of internet speculation going on about that. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a really great question. So so we um, we fought we purchased in short, we purchased the trademark to the name. Um, so we filed the trademark and trademark was granted for us to use the name Roboskull for toys, action figures, you know, T-shirts and related, uh, you know, related apparel, that kind of thing. So so Skeletron, the company owns the trademark for the name Roboskull which gives us exclusive rights to use that name. And that was, um, that was a, that was kind of a big, that was not kind of a big deal. That was a really big deal to me. Um, the, the, I think there were three components on the front end of this that I really felt I needed to, that I wanted to do uh, to lock in before we could take it to the next level and really start developing. Uh, one was I, I wanted the name RoboSkull. You have like, to me, it's it, the name. I know, you know, would a rose by any other name sell as you know smell as sweet? Well, the Robo Skull, the name Robo Skull had to have it, right? Like it's just it's it's to me in my for me it's linked it's linked to that what I wanted to do, right? This all new design that name was linked to it, so I, I had to secure that. Um, the second thing, of course, was to get Bob Breakin Bob Breakin involved and, and make sure that he was um, you know an active participant and just love what we were doing. So that's two. And then the third thing, honestly, was um, I reached out to I reached out to Dave Proctor and I, who's been a friend of mine um, for you know I met him seven years ago probably and and I just said hey um, I, I I have this this is what I've got going what do you think and and he 
and he agreed to, you know, to be a part of the project and to make sure that we had, you know, the right, con the right people in, um, in Hong Kong and in China to produce the product because that's where it's going to be produced. So, so those were the really the big three, you know, there was, there was a lot else that had to happen, but those for me were kind of the three core things that I had to make sure we had before I could um, go from conception, you know, in, in my headspace to like, okay, we're going to, this is happening. We're going to, we're going to go after it. We're going to make it, we're going to make it a reality. Uh, Bjorn Jakob has a suggestion here. A pilot ladder would be cool. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a funny one. Cause I thought of that too. I was like, how do these guys get in there? And then I was like, how do any of them get into any of the vehicles? Like, how do you get into a Rattler? How do you get, how do you get into a TIE fighter anyways? You know, like, like, so the TIE fighter doesn't come with a, with a ladder. Um, but, um, I hear what you're saying. I've thought about it. Um, I think that's something that you guys, um, rally, you know, if there's interest in that, like if people would like to display it with a ladder or play with it with a ladder, I'd like to hear about that because, um, because I, I I'm really, you know, I, I'm interested in it. Cause I also had that same thought. We, we, we've tried to think of everything we've been thinking about. I've been thinking about this for many, many years. So, um, so, so those are one of the, that was one of the things that we thought about as well. Um, I will say that we've got another little thing coming for for uh, for everybody. It's a surprise that might mitigate the need for the pilot to have a ladder. So Good. how's that for a little mysterious nugget of what we've got coming? You'll be able to figure it out. Maybe. Chaz the Guru asks, is the six-inch figure fully articulated? Also, will there be more six-inch figures coming? Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. So the 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 standard for articulation. There's a lot of really good. Um, there's a lot of really good six-inch products out there right now. Really cool six-inch um, action figures. So expect um, expect us to be on that level. In fact, our sculptors are you know the sculptors we're using are also working you know have worked on some of these other lines that that you've probably been buying. So um, we we're going to have a high degree of articulation. Um, and I would say, um, it's, I, I can't disclose the details right now because honestly, Marau that's more of a, of a Marauder thing at this point, as far as like what, what specifically MJ, like, you know, I don't know, is it going to have a brutal chest cut? Like, I, can't, I, I, can't, tell you. I can't tell you. Ooh, 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 I have an articulation question. <laughs> but it's going to be, it's going to be well articulated, right? It's going to be on, it's going to be on par or above. What you what you're what you're seeing for the toys that are on the market right now? And yeah, Mark, a, it on me. a kind of sci-fi pilot six-inch figure should have ample opportunity to hide that cut somewhere in that flight suit or armor, right? Like, yeah, I understand a lot. Most people like it and feel it's necessary, but you got to be armored or a knight or a robot or a female to. Uh, hide the uh root chest cut so i'm i'm really optimistic can't wait to see uh how it's disguised on the upcoming yeah and, and i'd love i can't wait either i can't wait for the mark weber internet reaction to the uh to, to that chest detail it's, it's um, usually pretty black or white right <laughs> yeah so i would um for any of you that have that want to weigh in and ask you know tell me how to do it like mark here um, please direct all those questions to Marauder John, info at marauderinc.com. 
that's the best place to go because that's this is again this is the basis for his his six inch toy line and um so i'm going to be taking my cues from from mj he's the man uh, and so so there you go I defer i defer <laughs> we'll take a quick second here uh mark and show off some brutal chest cuts yeah, not like that <laughs> okay Oh, it's kind of nice. there's like a nice shadow line on those abs. Yeah, that's that's not good. That's not what we want. <laughs> we uh, we we we, we were we were all set to do <laughs> uh, some pictures of that new Marvel Legends uh, Hercules, Mark. We were all set to do. Oh, that. hang on, it's not far away. Anyhow, Mark, but hey, take that, that wasn't that photo wasn't part of our reference materials that we've been working with. So if maybe you guys could email us that, that'd be you know maybe helpful. <laughs> Just to uh, to give everybody a, a quick reminder, if you're checking us out on YouTube tonight, go ahead and like our video, subscribe to our channel. Really appreciate that. If you're watching us on Facebook, give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. Uh, just so we can uh, let the algorithms know that you're watching. Hank Perry brought his A game tonight, so we're going to give him one more question here. Uh, last question for me. Coincidence that the Eagle Force Red Shadows homage pre-order came out this week. Um, it's a total coincidence from my point of view. Yeah. So um, I know I um, I haven't been in contact with those guys. So um, so I don't know any I don't know anything more than than anybody else. Um, we've been we've been planning for our, our Kickstarter to launch in October for for a long time, um, which we didn't you know, we didn't announce that um, because well, I wanted to make sure we were going to be 100 percent ready. I didn't want to you know, I didn't want to announce until we were ready. Um, but I do know that I did see that those that the Eagle Force guys had announced a Kickstarter. I think it was like October 4th. And then they switched it over to the BBTS, which I think is really interesting that they that they moved that to that format. I have not seen it. Has that been done before? I know I, it's the first time I'm aware of that. Um, so that's kind of cool. I mean, BBTS, those guys are those guys are great. And um, I hope that the I hope that they sec, sell the heck out of those. I hope it's really successful. So I, I hope those guys do really, really well. Um, yeah. But yeah, but but it's not. Um, you know, we've been talking to a lot of people, and we we actually we actually did coordinate a lot of um, Kickstarter talk with people that we did know were doing Kickstarters. But um, there was a sh there's been a shocking amount of Kickstarters this fall. Um, there was a there was an articulated uh, six inch. Uh, what are they? What are they called? There's there's some guys like four six inch figures that came out of nowhere that um, that I was just like, oh wow, didn't, didn't see that one coming. And then, um, and then there was the gonna be the um, the Eagle Force, which they moved to BBTS. And then I also found out that um, the uh, Shardimus Prime launched his own uh, Kickstarter toy line on October seventh. So I was like, oh my god! I thought we were zigging when everyone's zagging, and, and and no one would else would do one, you know, so late in the year and or wait till next year. And it turns out that I, you know, again, total, you know, I don't know what's going on. Just doing. <laughs> Everybody but, went. Uh, everybody went home for six months, man. They got a lot of planning out of the way. But we did talk to. I do. I, you know, I am friends with several people who have Kickstarters planned for the future, and so like we were like, okay, let's not be on top of each other. And so they're like, okay, Ben, you're up next. So, um, so there's there's some cool Kickstarters coming next year. Uh, a couple specifically, um, they're going to be coming up here really, you know, really. Uh, I think pretty soon because there's, you know, of course there's um, there's Carson at uh over at 3d joe's and he's got an amazing project he's been working on um that's like a whole that story to unpack that story of when he was a kid and his gi joe that he sent to hasbro and then they sent a letter back and mm -hmm. then 
he's going to actually recreate, like actually production make that figure um, using the old retro ways. Uh, he still might be at Bill Merkline's house right now. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to uh, Carson and Bill because Bill Merkline, he's still man. He's a great Bill's a great guy and he's still cranking. He's actually working on uh, he's working on the uh, the the uh, the carrier pigeon. Yeah, yeah, the carrier pigeon. That's the that's the side animal for Carson's. Okay. He, he's a little kid and he sends a letter to Hasbro with his character and it's a carrier pigeon. How many kids, how many, how many young boys would send a care? I'd be like, I want a tiger. I want a grizzly bear. You know, I want, I, and he's, and he, his, his sidekicks, a carrier pigeon. Sure. That's a, he's that's, he's a weird dude. He's next sure. level. Man. Yeah. But I mean, how cool is that? And, it, but he's, he's like, dude, it's a story like carrier pigeons. They like, they like help save lives and, you know, in, in the world wars, like, don't you know this? And I'm like, oh yeah, of course I knew that. But, um, he, he's Carson's awesome. And he's got a, so he's going to have that really cool, um, Kickstarter coming up next. I think, you know, I think next year, I don't know when, um, anyways, there's some other cool Kickstarters coming up too. Like, um, you know, call sign longbow, uh, the guys at grindstone toys, they're going to be doing a Kickstarter. Um, so, so those guys are, those guys are queued up for sometime next year. So just, yep. God, so many awesome toys coming out it's just great yeah uh oh, okay. wow sorry about that couldn't hit the mute button in time but yeah we talked to call sign longbow back on episode 171 uh, we talked to carson about his project on 174 if there's fans out there that don't know what the heck we're talking about you can go back and check out previous episodes of what's on joe mind and, and get filled in a little bit too a little bit much there yeah. And, and Mike, I got to say, you know, I got to say uh shout out to, to the guys at Grindstone because we not only, you know, we, we kind of just went right to six inch because of all the questions, but we got to unlock a, an O-ring figure too from, you know, right. like how cool is, you know, it's, it's just great. And those guys are, those guys are great. Um, the design work on that, on that retro figure came, came straight from Grindstone. We, they actually, we gave them our updated, you know, modernized, cool, wolf trooper figure and then said okay now bring it you know backtrack it take it back in time and um and they just crushed it i mean the first line drawing i saw of it i was like because we they just they just nailed it i'm like that's it like you're done which i have not said about i don't think anything on this project like the amount of revision and tweaking we've done um it's just been endless it's probably the only thing that i looked at and said there it is and that was the retro figure is that's my great? my favorite favorite part of the whole project is you know i think diehard fans collect in several different scales and they all and they like almost everything but everybody has a favorite right you're somewhere deep in your core you're an o-ring guy or you're a modern four inch guy or you're a six inch guy or gal um and yeah you'll buy the other stuff when it's really cool or when it's the only thing in town but to make a monster impressive vehicle that works perfectly with all three and not just works perfectly with, but provides you brand new characters in those three iterations. I think that's brilliant. And oh, thank you, Mark. And, and basically, there's no way other than other than fiscal, right? Because you can't tell anybody how much they should have to spend on toys. But other than fiscal, there's absolutely no reason not to be in on this, right? Because if you're an O-ring guy, all set. If you're a four-inch uh, you know, Marauder type guy, cool, you're in. If you're six inch only now, cool, you're in. And 
for for most of those from from what I saw going through, you don't have to buy the skull to get the figure. So for right. people for people who are like God, I love it, but I don't have that scratch right now. Uh, sure, you can get the figure. Dive in. There's there's almost no reason you can't be in on some level of this, depending on what you like to collect. And I think that's great. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, I that's and, and we wanted to do you know we wanted to do that um, just to just to kind of bring everybody in and and have have everybody have an opportunity to do something you know to to get something off this Kickstarter. Um, and, and so, yeah, it's, so that community part of it, I hope kind of re- starts to, you know, resonates with everybody that we wanted to have something for everyone in the community. Um, of course, there's also just the, the there's the other side of this too, where, and, and, and where we looked at the tooling cost of this RoboSkull and I'm like, oh my God, right. like I, I, I gotta, we gotta get like, we gotta get everybody in on this because otherwise it's just, it's just not feasible. You know, the, um, the tooling costs for this were um were really high um and um and and actually i got a really early just kind of shoot from the hip estimate you know a long time ago two years ago and i'm like all right cool we're in we're doing it and the tooling costs came in um i mean there's been inflation this and that but it just came in to hell and gone higher than what kind of you know our, our kind of rough ballpark but again it was it was just like a ballpark like we won't know until we get there kind of a thing and 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 we just went we went for it because the 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 thing about this project is I guess I'd, I'll share is we've my goal from the beginning is we're gonna make the coolest thing we can and so at no point has it been you know we need to cut this because it's gonna cost too much or we we can't offer you know um, there were certain things we said this is better better served as a stretch goal if people really love it, but it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily need to be, it's not the core of what it has to be. Right. But when you're talking about that core robo skull, like that, that, that core item, that's going to come box that vehicle, it's been, we're going to make the coolest toy possible. And we're not, we're not, I'm not interested in cost cutting. If I got to charge more for it, that's what we're going to do. Um, cause I, cause I want it to be just the coolest, the best. That's what it's. That's what it's about. And um, so that's that's kind of been the mantra for the project. Is we're going to make it as cool as possible. We're going to keep the price as low as we possibly can. Um, but uh, but we're going to make it as cool as possible. And we hope that it's then its coolness is going to people are going to see the value in it, right? Awesome. Awesome. And speaking of that price point too, because um, we've had a lot of talk about you know is it a good price? Is it a bad price? Um, uh, the price we we came in aggressively. I feel on the price, and I want the people that have backed it to know, like, I, if if this is you know if if we have an opportunity to sell this kind of like after Kickstarter, if it goes to a, if it goes to a retail outlet, which I'm not saying it is. I haven't had conversations. I'm not you know we're, that's a future conversation, but it's gonna be more. So um, just kind of keep that in mind. We I priced this to give the people that supported us um you know uh, a good deal right like like you guys are helping the backers are making it happen that's what the kickstarter is all about is like you know i think this is great but but let's find it you know but support it and then and then it becomes a reality so again really appreciate everybody that's backed it um i'm glad you see the value in in, in what we're doing thank you so we'll uh, we'll give glenn let glenn throw a softball at you as we we start to wind up your your time ben uh, how many robo skulls will mrs conway let you keep for yourself Oh, Mrs. Conway. She's, she's a gem. She's just, she's great. So um, no limit has yet been imposed, Glenn. Um, You'll be happy to hear. And, and actually um, there's been, she's, she's aware there may be, you know, 
upwards of hundreds sitting in, you know, any somewhere around the house at any point uh, in the future. So, uh, so it's going to be, uh, it's, it's, it's all good. It's all good on that front, Glenn. I appreciate you, uh, you know, wondering about how, how that marital status stuff's going, but uh, my, my, my wife is awesome. She's just been, um, she's just been great. And actually like, shout out to my wife who's not watching this by the way. So she'll never, she'll never know. I shouted her out, but um, I haven't slept. Like I got, I slept, I got, finally got about five hours last night. I got three hours the night before I got four hours the night before that. So I'm really sleep deprived because I've just been hustling, trying to keep up, uh, not keep up, catch up to, to the pace of the Kickstarter. One, just prepping to launch. I was, I wasn't getting any sleep. And then um, when it blew up, I was like, I, I'm already behind. I'm, I'm two hours in, I'm behind on this thing. So um, she's been delivering sandwiches just to, to me sitting at my computer and, 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 and just taking care of me while I'm, while I'm just, you know, just furiously working away um, at the computer all day. So she's, she's awesome. So, so Ben, before you go, what, what do we not know? What have we not asked you about uh, with your time with us tonight? What, what do we still need to know about Skeleton? Oh, there's so the many, you guys, there's so many fun things I can talk about. So here's just something here's, I'll just leave you guys with something to think about like this, the skeletrons, right? Like these are the, those fun, creepy crawlers and they're scaled. So they're scaled four inch heads, right? So they're going to go, you can hot swap them with any, you know, you can just take them off. Somebody thought that put it on a figurehead. What I think is the fun thing about the head swaps, though, is think of all the crazy, silly heads you can put on the creepy, the creepy bodies, right? It's almost like the head in the jar type thing, or the little like you yeah. mounted, like you transplanted somebody's, like think of like screaming Duke on right? yeah. rolling on, ah, rolling on a skeleton. Dude, that writes itself. It's a scarlet drone. Yeah. See. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so much, yeah. so many dad jokes. So many yeah, so there's just there's there's a lot of there's a there's just some fun play features that that we've been that we've been excited to talk about and um, we, we just haven't really even gotten into yet. So I'm really looking forward to kind of um, expanding on what we were thinking in, in the process. Like, why do the skeletons even exist? Right. Um, that's a great you know, if we've got I'll tell you want to hear that story right now where we came, how the skeletons came. Go for it to be so. So we wanted from the very beginning, we wanted it to be that um, the four inch and six inch. And did I, t maybe did I tell the story already? I don't know. We were talking before the, we were talking before the show. So I'm, I'm getting confused now. Um, but, um, but four inch and six inch, we couldn't fit the six inch prison transport in here. There was just no way we could pack this thing in. So we're like, okay, you're a six inch, you're a six inch collector. You don't care about the prisoner because you can't fit your prisoner in there. But we got to make it awesome for a six inch. So we got to we got to make play value for the six inch collector too. So what goes in there? What does this transform into if it's not the prisoner transport? And of course, the first thing that we thought of was like everybody's like, yeah, weapons. We put a big old gun in there, and like you pull it out, and you you know you 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 know you you can put just store some cool gear and cool six inch guns in there. That's great. And we're like, yeah, but you know what what let's think about like what more like what could be this really cool and just original and different. And, um, and it was actually Dave Proctor came up with this idea and he was so excited. He put it, he sketched it on a post-it note and posted it up in our group. It was just this, like this little, little skull with these little legs coming down. He's like, we could, you could fill it with these guys. And we're like, that's awesome. Because, because the, because the skeleton, even though it's a four inch head, 
it's actually creepier and cooler, I think, even with the six inch scale. Like I've got photos where I've got like prototypes and they're like crawling over like a six inch Cobra officer, you know, like over his like dead body and they're littler and they're creep. They're just cool. They just really are really fun at the six inch scale. So, so you can fit three, you know, those were all designed originally to be the really cool thing that, that you put in the, the prison transport if you're a six inch guy. So that was kind of how the whole concept came to pass. But it's all about, and that's what the whole thing's been, is just ideating and how do we, how do we try? And of course, you can never please everyone. We know this. But how do we, but we're going to try. We're going to try to please everybody and see how far that gets us. Hey, man, options. That's what you can give people is options. There you go. The world is their oyster. And so right, there, guys. There, well, there you saw it right there, man. Right now you're $230,000 wow. on a $70,000 pledge goal. So yeah, you did it. Congratulations. Round of applause. Thank you guys. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I, you know, it's, it's the, you know, cheesy team, teamwork makes the dream work. We got so many cool people that are talented and just thoughtful. That's the other thing too, is once people signed up and we got people on board with this project, like everybody's kind of thinking about it and dreaming about it and thinking like, how can we just continue to refine this and just make it as cool? That that's, you know, that was kind of the, you know, that was the theme of the product. How do we just continue to make this thing the best possible toy we can, we can make it. And, um, and we got, and we just have talented people, which really helps because I can't draw anything. And we got some guys that can do concept sketching and it's just like, just blow you away right out of the gate. So um, just, just fun, just, just unadulterated fun. And so everybody can see the Kickstarter page there. If you go to kickstarter.com, and search Robo Skull. It'll pull this up for you, Ben. Where else can people find you? Uh, you can find us on you can find us on Instagram, and you can find us on Facebook. Those are the two places that we're um, that we're currently. And we've got a website, of course, too. But at that that website just will kind of drive you back to the Kickstarter, back to the Instagram, and back to the Facebook. So Skeletron.com. That's the website. Uh, good and, and hey, Mike, could you just drag down to the um, to that to that unlock that I was talking about that Robo Night? Because I want to make sure everybody gets a chance to see that. Because that's our next that's our next stretch goal that we just announced. Oh, look at that art from Ian Kennedy too! Isn't that gorgeous? Yeah, we get, we got that as our thumbnail. And yeah, at the end of the show, you picked a good thumbnail today, Mike. Yeah, that it's one can turn out really well. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I am no great graphic designer, but that one kind of just did itself. Mm -hmm. Ian, Ian Kennedy was 88 when he painted that, and he's now 89 years old. Isn't that incredible? What? That, yeah, that is amazing. Still, still, still throwing the fastball at 89. Right? Years old. Oh, look, there's there's Happy Boy Ben with his prototype. Oh, that's, look how that's... gigantic that is. Wes is gonna scream at me. That'd be amazing. <laughs> that was at the unboxing. That was at the unboxing. We we did that. So we took that. So that was, was oh, great stuff. There's still a drone. Oh, an army of those. Forget it, ninjas. Just an army of those drones. Trooper, wolf pack, Roboskill, Roboskill Mark Two, SE, double your destruction. So many things. You got to keep scrolling. All in two. God, Mike. Four horsemen of the apocalypse. Red shadows elite. Red Shadows Elite 2. Oh. We're almost there. Oh, there's the, there's the um, Breath of Death, too, by the way. Did you guys did you guys check that out? That's Yeah. Cool. 
death breath is pretty awesome. Yeah, we've got a photo we're going to show that shows you how to play with that thing the right way, too. It's pretty fun. That, that, so, where to go? That's all oh, we got. Did we go past it? Did I not get that loaded? Did it not go? Well, maybe I maybe I don't have it. No, loaded. you know what? Refresh. It looks like refresh. it's. Yeah, maybe it's a refresh. Because I've had this maybe page. Hit the button. Hold on. <laughs> or the res, Ben, the res. <laughs> No, you got to go all the way. You got to go all the way down. Yeah, you got to go all the way down again. Do, 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 do. Hit the Google button. I got to shout out my guys, Dave and Justin, to uh, different Dave uh, and, and Justin, who did the photography of, of our prototype. Uh, and they just, just, just knocked it out of the park, I thought. Great, great shots. There it is. There it is. Thank you. Thank you for pulling that up. So this is the Robo Knight Heavy Metal Armor. And you can see... It just totally changes the toy, right? Like it's just, mm -hmm. and so it's just a really fun 15 buck add-on and you can transform your Robo Skull into something something else. Makes it space worthy. Which of course comes free. Also you get one for everyone, you know, once it once this unlocks, every all-in backer gets one too. So that's, that's included. Um, so pretty awesome. Excellent, Ben Conway. Hey guys, thanks for, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, thanks everybody watching and thanks everybody. Uh, thanks all the Robo Scholars out there who are supporting this project. Um, can't, can't thank everybody in the community enough. You guys are all fantastic. Thank you so much. But continued success. If there's anything else we can do for you, by all means, give a holler. Uh, otherwise we'll keep banging the drum for you. I appreciate that very much, sir. No worries, my friend. You have a, a great rest of the night. Thank you so much for take, taking the time. Go get a nap and, and maybe make your own sandwich. I'm gonna. I'm not. I'm. I'm not napping. I'm. I'm going back. We're gonna post. We're gonna. We're gonna announce what the next two stretch goals are beyond oh the uh, beyond the uh, the robo the robo night heavy metal. Right. Army. So that's, that's not gonna happen until after the show ends, right? Though, right? It's coming up soon. I'm getting off. I'm gonna go do it, and then um, probably unless I get distracted after then, the show. Uh, after the show. after the show ends. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I got you. Don't take my traffic. Okay. You guys stay, hey, hey, everybody, stay, stay tuned to what's on Joe Mind. And after the show, you may see some updates, but not before. Okay. There you go. Keep your eyes, keep your eyes on these guys. There you go. All right. It was right so good to my, see you, Ben. Let's good, go so it. good to see you. I, honestly, it's so fun. This is super fun. It's so fun to see you guys. So well, you'll you. have to come back then. I, I, I will. This is great. Um, how much, how much time, uh, how much longer are you guys going to go on this thing? Uh, well, we got, we got some news. So probably 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. like an hour, two hours. No. Yeah. Oh my God. I need to go to bed. I'm right. an old lady. I'll, you know I'll, I'll tune in. I'll tune. I'll watch. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure. Keep us on in the background as you're working. I'm going to, I'm going to step out and then I'm going to tune in. So you like guys. 35 minutes. 35 All right. minutes. Yeah. All right. Have fun guys. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Take care. That's a good idea. Play us in the background. We'll help you sleep. We'll help you sleep. <laughs> Take a quick word from our sponsor right now. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Lightsaber hit at the end always gets me.
I was awake before, but man, I'm awake now. Joe, gotta... does your wig, your wig have split ends? What are we talking? What are we dealing with here? I got stuck in it. Ah. <laughs> that sounds about right for the way tonight's gone. <laughs> that sounds about right. So yeah, that was that. You guys in on that one yet or no? Yeah. I am. Uh, I'm in for a couple of figures. Uh, we'll see about the full skull, but it's it's incredible. It's beautiful. Yeah. I was thinking maybe you could you could sneak it by West for a little bit by pretending it's a mask, right? It's a helmet. You might try to wear it though. Well, just until it gets there, right? Just be like, yeah, it's a cool skull helmet. Sorry, I'm trying to get the the news pulled back up. So let's uh, without without getting too far into it, because man, we're pressed for time. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the news. Do, 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 do. All right, easy, easy, easy. Wait. So you complain when I don't. You complain when I go overboard. You can't I complain just, all the time, I, man. We have we have several news items, but I just you know take. I don't want you to wreck your your right. doing vocal cords on the. First I also one. had like a ton of Vietnamese coffee. Oh well. Well, unfortunately, there's no way to transition into into what's next. Um, yeah. It's the passing of, of Hasbro CEO Brian Goldner. Uh, that's happened uh, earlier in the week. At uh, was uh, Tuesday, Monday. I don't know. But, um, yeah, let me go ahead and get my my write up here. But um, from Hasbro's press release dated October 12. Uh, it is with deep and profound sadness that Hasbro announces the passing of beloved leader and longtime chairman and CEO Brian Goldner. Uh, Rich Stoddart, the interim CTO, CEO, said, Since joining the company more than two decades ago, Brian had been the heart and soul of Hasbro. As a charismatic and passionate leader in both the play and entertainment industries, Brian's work brought joy and laughter to children and families around the world. His visionary leadership, kindness, and generosity made him beloved by the Hasbro community and everyone he touched. On behalf of the Hasbro family, we extend our deepest heartfelt condolences to his wife, daughter, and entire family. Uh, Mr. Goldner, who was 58 at the time of his passing, joined Hasbro in 2000 and was quickly recognized as a visionary in the industry. He was appointed CEO in 2008, became chairman of the board in 2015. He was instrumental in transforming the company into a global play and entertainment leader, architecting a strategic brand blueprint to create the world's best play and storytelling experiences. Through his tireless work ethic and unwavering focus, he expanded the company beyond toys and games into television, movies, digital gaming, and beyond to ensure Hasbro's iconic brands reached every consumer. The culmination of his pioneering strategy was the 2019 acquisition of independent entertainment studio E1. Mr. Goldner served on the board of directors of Viacom CBS and was the chair of the compensation committee. Mr. Goldner and his wife Barbara were passionate advocates for improving systems of care for vulnerable members of society. And uh, we, of course, at What's On Joe Mind, pass along our condolences to his friends, family, and colleagues as well. Mark, you, when you were at Hasbro, mm -hmm. uh, Brian Goldner was in charge. So uh, talk about that some. Yeah, I mean, and I, it would be a complete lie to say I knew Brian Goldner, right? Like, I think everybody who worked there um, from from the entry level intern to the global global VPs and and the, the C suite folks, all you know, some worked with him a lot closer. I only sat in the room with him in a meeting with him at a table one mm -hmm. time, 
And that was because like three people up the depth chart were all out that day. And so it was like, hey, Webb, get in there. And so I I don't even know if I said, a, mm-hmm, right? I was just taking notes like, yeah, uh, you don't want to, you don't want to uh, make that meeting whack-a-mole, right? So no. I was just, I was just taking good notes and reporting back pretty much, but he was tremendously charismatic. And, you know, when we would, we would always see him leading those sort of after the quarterly numbers, the day the quarterly numbers were released, he would always have uh, an all employee meeting in the giant cafeteria uh, and broadcast to all the other uh, Hasbro places and, uh, and offices and Wizards of the Coast and that sort of thing. He always led them. He was always comfortable in front of the camera and you saw him on, uh, on Mad Money you know, regularly, whenever the quarterly stuff went out, he was, you know, dynamic uh, in a ton of different ways. And so, uh, you know, obviously he'll be missed. And, uh, you know, he was passionate about the theatrical uh, side of Hasbro and really wanted to be involved, was involved uh, as a producer on several of the movies. And a lot of people felt that's really where his passion was. Um, I felt connected to him a little bit because I joined Hasbro in 2012. So it was February 2012, and then it was May 2013 when I was diagnosed with tongue cancer. And I missed most of that summer. Uh, I say missed because I didn't go to the office, but I worked from home, which is actually against company policy. But I didn't want to fall behind, and my nightmare was, because I was working on Transformers, that they would bring somebody else in for my spot and then put me in a different spot when I came back. And I didn't want to leave on Transformers and come back on Potato Head. So (laughs) I worked from home while I was gone and kind of retained my spot and came back on Transformers without ever really being gone from a work perspective. But it was, I think, that following spring when he had his cancer diagnosis. And missed some time, uh, but it wasn't that long when he was back. And then one thing about Brian, because he was always comfortable, very comfortable, in front of a camera or talking to a reporter, is his hair was always 1,000% on point. And I remember the first time we saw, I saw him back physically in the building um, after his diagnosis and his treatment, immaculate suit, uh, but baseball cap. And so it was, but of course, fitted cap, right size, you know, not a cat hair on it. Uh, so uh, obviously he had, he had style uh, on that level. Um, and I was, you know, I didn't have any, any personal feeling about Brian really, because I never dealt with Brian really. And I'm sure he never, and Mark Weber's name probably never came across his desk. But when I learned that he was actually still fighting, cancers like i don't know that would have been seven years ago seven years after he you know he first first touched his life and i know that uh, it's public knowledge that his family had lost uh his son uh when he was like 21 or 22 a few years ago so that family's been through a lot so uh you know i can't this is not somebody i knew this is not somebody i was friends with or even uh you know even I mean, friendly with everybody, sure, but you know, I don't, I don't feel the loss on a personal level because I didn't know him. But the people who did always spoke well of him. 
um, and it leaves a void. And, you know, even if they were expecting it on some level uh, at some point, it's still a, a pivot point for Hasbro because it won't be the same company without it. And that doesn't mean it, it'll be worse, but it'll definitely be different. So uh, he really, you know, galvanized that company and, and did a lot of good things there. Um, so he'll be missed, um, you know, more more so, of course, by the people who knew him and loved him. But he was a, a powerful force in this industry. And, I mean, 58, I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And again, our, our deepest condolences go to uh, his family, his friends, and his colleagues at Hasbro. And I know, I, I happen to know, well, I, guess I, I don't know, it's common knowledge, but the Hasbro folks are returning to the office next week. Um, and it's not a, I don't think it's a Monday through Friday, eight to five kind of thing, but some people work certain days, some people work certain shifts. So mm -hmm. it's not everybody hitting, you know, the office at 8.30 on uh, Monday morning, but um, it is kind of the start of a brave new world for Hasbro. And uh, uh, I know there's an, there's an interim CEO right now. I don't know how quickly they'll start a full search or if they expect this guy to uh, grow into the full-time title. But it is, you know, a brave new world for Hasbro in a couple of different ways, starting first thing next week. All right. And uh, we'll, we'll save the sound effects. Uh, next news item is another passing, although not, not nearly as important. Uh, the G.I. Joe War on Cobra mobile game is ending, and this was just announced today. Um, I've lost. There we go. There we go. Okay. And you can see Duke with his tomahawks flying off into the sunset there. Um, the shutdown timeline uh, earlier today, as we said, uh, the ability to make in-app purchases was removed. Uh, all events, characters, and store items are made available for all players. Uh, players will be able to enjoy an unlock game experience until December 10th, 2021. Uh, then on December 1, the game will no longer be available for download. Uh, and then on December 10, social channels will be removed and shut down. Servers will be shut down and the game will no longer be playable. Uh, and that info is courtesy of D3Go. That's the game developer uh, site uh, d3go.com so if you were still playing gi joe war on cobra i know they just updated uh, a couple of months ago um and uh, you know that 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 uh, i'll be honest i i tried it when it first started and had an okay time with it for a little while and then it just it got very repetitive i wasn't willing to spend a ton of money on it so it it kind of just got very very repetitive because uh, it, it took so long to advance anything in there. Um, just not, I, I like the aesthetic of it. I kind of liked the cartoony aspect of, of how it looked, but was never a fan of the gameplay. It, it was just weird and complicated and, and didn't make a ton of sense. And, and, and again, if you wanted to spend money to get the great stuff in the game, more power to you. But if you didn't, like I didn't, I just as soon play the game and grind it out and be able to get something. If you played the game and grinded it out, it, it didn't pay off for you. So another another pay-to-play game. It's unfortunate that this one had our favorite uh, brand attached to it. But, you know, if you enjoyed it, uh, great. And uh, you've got until December 10 
continue to enjoy it and, and play with all the characters that were unlocked uh, for another six weeks. So, next news item. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. One last game update. Yes. It'll help here. Share that screen. Help me out. Load uh, me out. Brian, hang on. I got to get this one off first. Oh, I didn't realize you had to undo the redo, but it's worth it. Watch this. Hey, one last game update. Uh, so I moved Duke's bandolier to the right shoulder, you know, just for them. Oh, and I had him salute like a real U.S. military guy with his right hand. <laughs> but what's important is you're not bitter. I mean, come on. <laughs> this is not splitting hairs, right? No, no it's, this it's, is it's not, not Scarlet is right-handed. It is not in this case. I'm, what I'm, shoulder does the bandolier go on, right? And I'm giving you grief. The salute bothers me more than the bandolier. Like the bandolier, I don't care. But the salute, the salute bothers me. Yes. Well, one one is sacrilegious and one is just lazy, right? So, but I don't know. I I didn't play the game. I don't know if it was wrong in the game or if they just flipped the image. I'm guessing. The yeah. Image just got I, I feel I, like they flipped the image. Yeah. Because yeah. salute, eh? Lefty righty, who cares, right? But it went past a lot of people's desks. Well, some twenty-year-old. Gave uh -huh. it to another 20-year-old. Uh-huh. And somebody just went, okay, cool. Yeah, looks right. good. Go. Yeah, print that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next news item. Do, 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 do. And uh, here we go. Ah! 2021 is coming up next week. Uh, you can get all the details at HasbroPulseCon.com. And uh, let's see. I do have a little bit of a write-up here. Uh, fans in the U.S., U.K., and Canada will be able to attend Hasbro's virtual event, Hasbro PulseCon, next weekend, hosted by Jackie Jennings and Cleo Lo Thomas. PulseCon is sure to include reveals and exclusive merchandise for many Hasbro brands, including G.I. Joe, Transformers, Star Wars, Marvel Legends, Ghostbusters, Nerf, Fortnite, and more. Be sure to share the next the weeks. Uh, we'll be sure to share the event schedule on our social media when it's made available. We will also share our schedule once their schedule comes out because lord only knows what's going on with that if they're going with joe on saturday then we're not going to do a show friday night we'll do a show saturday maybe they'll do joe both days who knows whatever we'll figure it out once we once they get it figured out um so just keep an ear to the ground again hasbropulsecon.com uh or hasbropulse.com or you can just follow us and we'll be on top of it as, as quickly as possible and uh, Phil is correct. Neither of these women have ears. Makes it hard to wear glasses. Right? She's just got a headband, though. Just strap it on. Not so much Not so much goggles. Yeah. And that uh, does, does segue well into our What's on Joe Mind local convention roundup. First up, yeehaw, it's the DFW G.I. Joe Collectors Club. Uh... They are having their swap meet tomorrow. So if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area down in Texas, nice. uh, they are getting together from 11.30 to 3.30 p.m. local time at Austin's Barbecue. So it will be an excellent tasting swap meet, I'm sure. Uh, see their Facebook page for more details. Again, that is the DFW G.I. Joe Collectors Club swap meet. They have an event page, too, so you don't, you don't have to join the group or anything. You can just check out the event. If you're in Central Texas, go ahead. Go. You have to go. It's mandatory. 
Uh, also happening, well, we've covered it the last couple of weeks, so we'll keep going today. Uh, Codename Iowa presents Assembly Required, the 10th annual Iowa GI Joe convention that is happening Saturday, November 6th in Des Moines. We've talked about it a little bit with our guest, Ben Conway. Um, you can get details on this on their Facebook page. They also have an event for Assembly Required, uh, or you can look them up at codenameiowa.com. Lots of options there to, to get the lowdown on Assembly Required. A great show. Again, been going for 10 years, so um, they're doing something right. Uh, get yourself to Assembly Required if you are somewhere in the North Midwest or further. Who, who cares? Whatever. Just go if you got the time. Especially if you want to get a look at the RoboSkull Mark II prototype. There you go. Probably get Phil's comment off of there. There you go. That's fine. <laughs> Because apparently, you know, that ninja doesn't have ears either. <laughs> apparently not. No comment. Hey, Ben's there. Robo Skullmark too. Nice. He did he did put us on in the background. He did lie to us for once hey. again, didn't lie to us. <laughs> What's up next? Hey, here I thought he was just using us to get his Kickstarter funded. Right. <laughs> 500 percent right <laughs> like 10 hours in right we're gonna take full credit for that because i posted that we were gonna have him on and then they launched and then it was funded yeah that's all we're, we're taking credit on that one we pretty yeah. much we pretty much legitimized the project I that's right once, oh my once god the, once the what's on joe mind push goes in yeah. you, don't, you don't fail no we got crazy woman clown on our team <laughs> We don't we don't miss on Kickstarters, right? right. Oh god. <laughs> and finally we've got rollout roll call. Saturday, November twenty eighth, Sunday, November twenty eighth, I'm sorry. And that is in the UK at Fordingbridge Town Hall. And here again you can check out the rollout roll call event page on Facebook, or you can uh it, uh catch them on i think they're on twitter no they're not on twitter they are on uh, instagram though um so lots of of great opportunities to get out and support your local convention uh make sure that you get uh if, if you're heading out keep your mask on get make sure you're vaccinated um you know get, be safe if you're yeah. going to be out in crowds uh, we're not done with this by any stretch so um you know, just just take care of yourself and you'll be okay. So just don't don't be dumb, I guess is the best thing we can mm -hmm. say. Next. Yeah, see surveillance port, they get it. Or maybe pff, scoffs in Spanish, no less. Ah, que lastima. Que no suerte. Dios mío. Ay, Ay caramba. Andre, Andre, Oh, we're in trouble now. That, that's the news, actually. I've, I've lost my, my screen. There we go. There we go. Let me pull that now. Let me pull that back. There we go. Poor Splash is limping. Everybody send dog love. Either she sprained her leg or she already has arthritis. Well, I mean, I probably already have arthritis, so I feel for her. But we will certainly do that. Nobody... Nobody likes to see pets hurting. No, give Splash a hug. My my little brother, they they had a they they have a corgi, 
and they got another little corgi puppy. Oh, oh he's adorable. He's just he. I I didn't have a picture ready because I wasn't I wasn't prepared to talk about dogs, but and the dog. He's he's so he's so he's such a happy little guy. You like dogs? You uh, want one? <laughs> no, you can't get rid of her. <laughs> Doesn't weigh a lot, man. Wouldn't take much postage. There you go. You just just ship her off to Joe Colton. Joe Colton's got a nice yard. But like she a, loves you. You can't no, do that. No, it's like a starter kid, right? Not a bad, <laughs> not a bad project. No, I usually don't go for small dogs. I like like chows and huskies and <laughs> and I have big big dogs. My favorite kind of dog is a tabby. Calico, perhaps. You'd you'd like uh, my brother's older corgi because she just talks all the time. Okay. You, you two would get along. That's yeah. kind of, that's my gig, right? Because I I just chatter back at her. She'll she'll sit there and she will conversationally bark at me, and I will just make noises back at her, and she looks like she understands <laughs> what I'm saying. How are you saying that pasta is delicious? And she's like, "We're eating dog biscuits." <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. So that's that's actually what we got. We went a little out of order because we we needed you know Ben was here and and he needed to go take care of his his skeletron business. So we got him out of the way quick and nap. <laughs> right and and it feels like we're it feels like we're ten minutes in, but we're actually like an hour and a half in. Yeah. So uh, let's get to to shout out or no what we got in what we got in Mark what you get in this week? Uh, I'll go quick because I know we're running late, but this bad boy. Ooh. Ours is on today. Ours is still on its way. I haven't opened it yet, but just look at it's really good. Like, yeah. That's nice. Very I like well that the played. dog has a secondary head. Yeah. That's all it's all good stuff. And this one is a stretch. Let's see here. And when I say a stretch, it's not one of the four hundred stretch goals that have already been funded for our friend Ben Conway and his Roboscope part two. But let me let me see. Royal Rumble. Yeah, Royal, Royal Rumble tickets for next January. Nice. Me and my two oldest buddies from Bend, Oregon, are flying from three separate locations to meet up for Dude Weekend in St. Louis, culminating with the Royal Rumble. It's going to be so much fun. So, yeah, looking forward to that. That's cool. St. Louis is a great place to spend a weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to get a bunch of tips because you know St. Louis like crazy, and I've never been. So, uh we're coming from utah we're coming from phoenix we're coming from rhode island uh, and three of the four horsemen were able to get that weekend off and we're gonna we're gonna uh, head down there my buddy one of my buddies in phoenix who i've known forever was a wrestling fan but he was the jock the real jock uh kind of frat boy uh of our crew so he got real popular around eighth grade right so pro, right. pro wrestling was like not that was bringing him down so he was, oh, was it not yeah, he was like he kind of drifted from the from the pro wrestling. But last summer he sent me a text like, uh, "I'm not sure if I like NXT or AEW better." And I'm like, "Well, let me explain the difference." <laughs> and he was he's gotten so he's so much more a fan than he ever was. Oh, and so okay. I'm like, we need to go to the Rumble because I was at the one in Phoenix and it's so good live. Yeah, and and I said we we need to take in a Rumble at some point. And he 
was like, we should do that. And then we just decided we are doing it in January. So we got, I, we got tickets and he said, blew my mind. He said, I've never been to a wrestling, like live mm-hmm. wrestling before. So his first event ever is going to be the Royal Rumble next January. Oh, then he can never go to a house show. Yeah, a house show is going to be pretty dry. <laughs> but we are. Oh, you're a jerk. <laughs> yeah, we but but the, like we, the guys, right? We've never done this. We've never done the guys are just going somewhere. And we're tame like crazy. It's going to be barbecue and uh, and wrestling, right? It's not going to be anything we couldn't share on Facebook. But the fact that it's guys I've known since I was four and six years old like yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be so I'll, I'll tell you now if you're if you're downtown broadway oyster bar yeah yeah just write that down now cement it in for dinner one night maybe lunch broadway oyster bar all right i had somebody else a while ago tell me that there's a chain of pizza restaurants that has their own trademarked cheese mix that's ridiculous in St. Yeah. Louis. And no. I forgot the name. No, it's Emo's. It's garbage. Yeah, Oh, no. it's trash? Yeah, trash. Is it garbage? I liked it. Okay. Garbage. Garbage. That bad, oh, huh? Weird. No, Provel cheese is, is terrible. Okay. It's it's if you combine provolone and Velveeta, it's that's the that's the cheese blend. It's ugh. <laughs> that doesn't so sound sounds awful, but it tastes so it tastes like not bad. That cheese but is Chicago st- pizza is cool, so. Well, this isn't Chicago pizza. This no, is Saint- I know, but it, the way that I had it was like the Chicago style with that on top. Yeah, maybe uh, St. Louis style is like thin crackery crust, mm-hmm. and it, it's got the sauce and this Provel cheese, and it just it slides on. It's like it's not even so much a taste thing; it's a texture thing, and it's wrong. Okay, oh. well, good. We're not going to be there that long, so if you yeah, save you, me a miss, I appreciate it. Yeah, you can get good pizza in St. Louis, just don't go to Emos. Okay, fair enough. Emos is is the big local chain. It, they're they're ubiquitous with St. Louis. Don't go there. Okay. Trash. Okay. Okay. Do you have a pizza place to go? I have a great Italian restaurant to go to. See now we're talking. Yeah, but that's but not. It's not downtown. You'd have to get an Uber or something. But we'll see. but I can get you there. All right. All right. Well, to be continued, because that's January, but right. I am going to pick your brain. Yeah, we're meanwhile, playing a little head there. Meanwhile, Joe can send me some Lido's pizza on ice, and I'll warm it up out here. You know, I drove by it, like, earlier today, and I was like, ooh, I need a, I need a Lido's yeah, yeah. Did you, And in that area, there's a couple of Armand's pizza. I haven't done? I haven't seen an Armand's. Do an Armand's. Real good. Real okay. good. Okay. That's it. That's what I got in. That's what you got in. That's what I got in. Scary Clown Joe Colton, what'd you get in this week? So I didn't get any Joes, but I got a New York Comic Con exclusive uh, Bird of Prey from uh, Wrath of Khan, like the ornament. And I got it like, I guess people people sell them, right? They go to New York Comic Con and they sell like what they, they go around and buy everything and then they start selling it. So obviously it's like a $30 or a $20 uh, ornament, but I saw it get to 50 and I just purchased it. Everything after that was 90 to $110. And I was like, yeah. And so I was like, watch it be a, one of these guys that hasn't gotten it in hand yet. Oh, yeah. But no, 
in hand, got it to me. The box outside looks great. It, it, it looks good. It's in another room. But uh, so I got that. And then I got the rest of the line of the Revelations uh, Master of the Universe. No, I didn't. I got, no, I didn't get that. What did I get? Oh, I got the, uh, oh, this is a whole story. So I went into Target with Wes. And instead of like buying what we were trying to buy, we're trying to get like Halloween stuff. He's like, I know you want to go to the toy section. Let's just go. And I walk in the toy section. And I didn't realize that the um, uh, Eternals action figures were out. And so I saw them and immediately like went into like collector mode. And I was like, babe, can you tell the difference between (laughs) this head sculpt and that? I was like, her eye is slightly off. And he's like, it's basically the same. And I was like, no, 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 no. Look. She's got a dimple here, but no dimple here. And the color has a scratch here on the chest and not on the other one. And he was like, you have seven in a row. Pick one. And I was like, oh, you need to leave me alone now. And so some other collector came in and he's like, hey, do you think I can grab one? And I was like, no. Yeah. Yeah, you can (laughs) grab one. And he was like, oh, are you looking for somebody for something? Or do you need help? And I was like, No. And so Wes is just standing there and he's like, oh, no, I don't collect toys. That's her thing. Right. And he's like, oh, well, you know, the Deviant is like down like 20 minutes at another Target. And they have all the other ones. So if you want, you can just go there and get them all. He's like, but I'm looking for two, one of which you have in your hand. And I was like, that's nice. Why don't you wait your turn? Playboy. so, so I get everything I want. He was sending you to another store that had nothing. Yeah, well, he, there. I don't know. He said as of Saturday. And I was like, it's Tuesday, dude. Like the deviant's not going to, or yeah, he's not going to be there. <laughs> Stupid. Nice try, trickster. Right? It's not my first target run. <laughs> Wait, was he mansplaining toy collecting to you? I was, I'm embarrassed. Or not, or but... not quite. No, not quite. He was okay. just like, hey, if you're looking. You know, Saturday I saw the Deviant and one other one down at, at another Target. And I was like, yeah, that's nice. He's like, do you, do you think now I can? And I was like, yeah, your insider, like, fucking tip. I don't care. Like, Oh, <laughs> there we go. There we go. Check it. Oh! Like <laughs> I was a like, Polaroid picture. What am I doing? <laughs> so he, uh, he waited patiently, like, tapping his foot. And once is like, do you think you should, like, kind of hurry up the guys like and i was like no i don't fucking care he needs to wait like his turn right now it's my turn and i've got seven thenas i need the perfect one so i get i get the one that i want and i get some of the other figures and i go around the corner and there's a whole row of a bunch of other ones and i was like no and once it's like stop like you you spent 35 minutes looking at six figures like You've you've picked them. And you were happy before you I was. I was. I did like he went off and looked at some other stuff and I like picked them up real quick and like was like, okay, I got the ones that I wanted. And so at the cashier he was like, Hey, so like, you know, they ask you if you need a a gift receipt. He goes, No, 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 no. These are all for her. And she's like, Oh, that's (laughs) cute. You're he's teasing you. He's like, Is this for your son or your daughter? And I was like, No, literally it's for me. She she's not She's not blowing smoke. No. Uh, that, I even got is, one of their weapons. 
What? Joe, that, that is something about buying it in store, right? If you're dropping 25 <laughs> on a figure, you can get it off Amazon and it might be Storm Shadow, right? So like, I didn't go to the other Target, but <laughs> I went online right away and I was like, okay. Like I was missing two figures and the Deviant and I was like, oh. And they're like, you you realize they were the short box, short pack. Right. And one of them isn't even out yet. So I had to pre-order her on Walmart. And I was like, oh, I hate this. Now I don't know if her eyes are going to be crooked. All right, never mind. Fine, good. I got them all. I, I'm happy. I didn't, I'm not going to show them because Mike is telling you to wrap it up. That's it. That's all I got. Thanks. If you got, if you got them right there, then show them. But Okay, so this is what the Deviant looks like. He's a bad guy. Yeah. Okay. That's not cool. And then I got that guy. He's the uh, Bollywood guy. Yes. Okay. And then, yeah, Sprite. The tiny okay. one. She's teeny. Yeah, teeny. And then, oh my God. Show me Cyclops. They're still in the bag. Like, I've been working so much. Like, I just ran out. Okay. Got Icarus. That's Cyclops, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that chest cut. Oh, he would have made a good Cyclops. Yeah. That actor is actually really good. So, and then the I'm natural happy. break for, yep. for Cersei. And then, oh my God. I'm making me do this really fast. And then Fina, which is like my favorite character. They look so much better without the Build-A-Figure parts in there. Yeah. Right. She Isn't doesn't better... have a build a figure part, but everybody else does, and yeah. they build Gilgamesh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I and thought then... Sprite would have had some giant torso next to her. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. I think she. Do... I think Sprite does. Yeah. I must have missed uh, it. Oh, there. Yeah. yeah, I missed it. Yeah. I know that it's it's so endemic to that brand; they'll never get away from it. Oh. But... And then I got their like weapon. Because you're gonna cosplay with that? Because I was like, it lights up and makes sense. <laughs> what what else we get, crazy clown lady? Uh, that's it. Oh all, my god! Stop! All all that, and she she hasn't even taken him out of the bag yet. Yeah, it's been a long week. It's been a long week. Hence, so I, I I got a I got a short one here. The after action report. Uh, Nice. We talked to we talked to our good friend Roger Taft, the co-author of this this wonderful tome, uh, back on episode one thirty eight. So we got to go back in the archive a little bit. But came this week. I have not had a chance to to get into it yet. Uh, showed up uh, just earlier or or late. I got a hold of it later last night, and I just didn't have a chance to get a hold of it to get into it today. So I'll have a little bit more of a of a review next time. But it did come in. Thank you, Roger. Excellent work. We we appreciate it. We're we're glad we could be a part of uh, helping you get the word out on that one. Shout outs, Mark Weber. Uh, just uh, saw a post today from our pal Terry Gizzard, uh about him trying to log in at yojo.com and realizing he's locked out forever. <laughs> and we knew he knew that was coming, uh, but it's still kind of jarring. So uh, to Terry Gizzard, Philip Donnelly, and. Uh, and not to the bastards at Vertical Scope. Uh, that's my shout out. Because uh, we, we certainly respect and enjoyed 
all the fine uh, research work they did over the years at Yozo.com, uh, a site that we won't visit anymore. So to, uh, to Terry and Philip, that's my shout outs this week. Crazy clown lady. Yes. Shout out. I have, okay, so uh, it's my anniversary uh, in two days. So Wes and I are going, actually, he is, he surprised me with uh, a nice dinner at uh, Gordon Ramsay's restaurant in Baltimore. So I want to shout out to my husband for our uh, one year of marriage. Round of applause for one year of marriage. Uh, And then my parents who like the borders are opening uh, come November 8th. So I'll be able to drive up and drive back, which I can now. Uh, but I might be able to bring Mama Colton down, um, if she agrees to it, or I might bring her in December. So we might have her for New Year's. Can we call them Mr. and Mrs. C like they did on Happy Days? Yeah, sure. All right. I call them Immigrant One and Two, but people have, like, said, you don't call your mom, mom and dad? And I was like, I do, but, like, to the masses, they're Immigrant One. An immigrant too. <laughs> what, you, what you call them and how you refer to them are two different things. Yeah, yeah. Right. Just for safety, when you get your mom into the car, probably pack her with ketchup potato chips. Just to <laughs> I, oh, make- I am. Yeah. I am. Don't you worry. She's like, when you come, if you come early, um, uh, like, can I just give you food to take with you? And I was like, if we come, we might be taking a plane. So no. And she's like. Well, we can stuff the suitcases. I was like, no. Do you know how heavy you're going to make those suitcases? Oh, you ship that stuff UPS. Yeah. Don't look Don't look at me like I'm crazy. You're the one in clown makeup. Yeah. She smuggled one. in a leg of lamb. Like when she took the Megabus, they, I don't know what she did, but they let her through. And I was like, how did you get the leg of lamb? She's like, I gave them cookies. It's Maggie Bus. That's how she got it through. Yeah. I was like, you Maggie. know, bribing a federal official is like a federal offense, mom. And she's like, I'm little old lady and immigrant. Like, they don't care. nobody gives them anything. It's appreciated what they do. And I was like, the cartel's got nothing on you. No, yeah. <laughs> no I, I have similar stories of my, my grandmother back on Long Island. So I got you. Anybody else? Joe Colton? Um, no, that's it. All right. Yeah. Shout out to the fourth man and unheralded hero of the What's on Joe Mind team, Racktime Rob. Uh, Going to give a shout out to our sponsor, Kokomo Toys. We will sing the theme song, Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. I was going for a Beastie Boys thing. Did it work? Yeah, sure. Okay. Good enough. Enough. Remember, if you're watching us on YouTube tonight, uh, thank you so much. Uh, give us a like. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, give us a subscribe. Share us wherever you take your social media circles. If you're watching us on Facebook, go ahead and give us some kind of reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. Uh, just to, again, keep the algorithms pumping and, and make sure that we're getting out there to the masses. Uh, we are still driving towards a 1,000 subscribers. It would be nice to do that for our one-year anniversary on this stinking platform. But, hey, uh, we're happy that we got you. If you're here live, we thank you. If you're here on recording, we thank you, too. Thank you so much for joining us and spending your time with us tonight. I want to give a shout-out to our guest, Ben Conway, and the yeah. folks at Skeletron uh, for putting together a great uh, 
great campaign and and uh, what has every indication of being a fantastic product uh, that really has a, a big place in in a lot of our collections. Um, but that's it. Oh yeah, be sure to hit us up on our, oh, our yeah. the What's on Joe Mind swag store. That's that's the that's the tenth anniversary tee right there. You gotta we got a link for it down in the description below. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike, even though you changed your shirt. You have never looked more a champion. That's right. Than right now. I've never been more of a champion than half after leaving the champion shirt behind. That's it. After your endorsement deal ran out. <laughs> Just like that. Hey, look at that. Hey, and uh, if we get out quick enough, then uh, Joe can go kill Tin Tin and Top Dollar. So Kickstarter and support Robo Skull if you can. Uh, there's lots yeah. of things and lots of price points. Uh, so you're not just necessarily buying a big red flying skull. There's figures and there's other stuff too. Go check it out. Uh, give them whatever support you can. Uh, we are still in a pandemic. Get yourself vaccinated. Uh, keep yourself safe in crowds. Let's get this thing defeated. Let's get let's be done so we can have a normal 2022. It'll be a great time for everybody. For my co-host Mark Weber and Joe Colton, I'm Mike Irizarry. Thanks for joining us here on the What's on Joe Mine team stream. Have a great evening. Yo, Joe. Oh, my God.